Coming to you from the M&M Exterior Studio in Nooksville, Virginia, this is Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle, the introvert's extrovert. She talks to people so you don't have to. For now. Welcome back to Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle, the introvert's extrovert. Today's special bonus episode was never meant to see the light of day. But here we are. And why are we here, Jeremy? Because Samantha sat down with her friend, Megan, to talk about parenting and just kind of do a practice episode. And... What happened? You heard it just for fun? Yeah. So I, I listened to it I because I love Megan um, <laughs> as a friend, obviously. <laughs> appropriately. Yes, appropriately. And I just really wanted to listen to it. To see and, what we gabbed about as girls. Right, because girl I, I wasn't here for this yeah. for this one. And so there's no bonus content at the end. There's nothing at the beginning. There's it's, no sound it's editing. Like just this. Well, no, I, I, I went through and made yeah. sure everything was fine. But. Well, yeah, we just turned on the mics and went. We just jumped on. Right. So anyway, I, I wanted to listen to it just to hear. Because, you know, we're now. Eight, nine. Tomorrow's our tenth episode. Ten, ten episodes in, yeah. Recording wise, at least. Yeah. So, I wanted to listen to it and see how it was. You know, back before we got into recording once or twice a week, mm-hmm. how did it sound? How what's the difference between now and then? And as I was listening to it, I was like, oh, this is this is really good. This is funny. A lot of fun to listen to. Um. So let's actually go ahead and make it an episode and see what Megan thinks. <laughs> and then if she because approves, then put it out. we can't send it out without Megan's approval. That's the truth. So we need to let her. Megan, please approve. Please, Megan. People need to know. <laughs> All right. Well, without further ado, um, here's what happens when friends are helping friends with a new project. And uh, yeah. Enjoy. Yes, enjoy. Welcome to Fleshing It Out with Samantha Spittle, the introvert's extrovert. I'm here with one of my very best friends, Megan Stubbs. Oh, girl, thank you. Should I have said your name or did you want to stay anonymous? It might be an alias. Yeah, I know. We might have to edit that part out later. (laughs) So This is not going to be broadcast. Just FYI. Yep. I'm this is talk- for training purposes only. This is what she's saying, <laughs> but I am changing it different. We are um, together during the day just to, I mean, you're going to listen to this whenever, but just to give our <laughs> listeners an idea of what we're doing. I was having a mental breakdown earlier because I was trying to make my website and it's a big learning curve and I was very stressed, mm. but my awesome friend mm-hmm. who I texted and said, I am shutting down and I need help. <laughs> and she said, I'll be right over. So we poured ourselves a beverage Mm -hmm. and we were chatting and I said, let's record. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, (laughs) so Megan, as I said, you heard, she's a great friend of mine. She's actually the one on the first podcast who I said lived uh, in the neighborhood that I was passing by. But I said at the time, because this was like five or six, it was six years ago at least. So we were friends, but not as close as we are now. So I Mm -hmm. felt like I didn't want to traumatize you. By mm. coming through your door. What do you mean? You were thinking about something by, but you didn't want to... Because when I was about to... And <laughs> I was, you know, driving by Vent Hill Road, and I was like, Megan lives there. 
So this is the one. But I was like, we were becoming good friends, but I just felt we like we just yet. weren't there. We had not where, made that yet. Where I was yeah. like, I, I want her to be a good friend of mine. <laughs> I don't want to. Hey, I'm really trying to build this friendship, and now I'm going to unload. Like just real quick, yeah. Come in your house. So um, just to give you listeners an idea. I would have welcomed you with oh. open arms oh, and quickly God. shown you the bathroom. <laughs> I was like, and then you'd be like, and quickly shown you the way out. Get out of here. No. That's funny. So. So you've been a great mom friend. You've mm-hmm. been a great just friend, um, you know, through all the stages of stay-at-home mom, mm-hmm. working, uh, you know, just bringing our group together, having fun, Dry throat. life of the party, <laughs> <laughs> always having a good I time. I don't know about that. I don't know about that yet. It is so true. So Megan <clears throat> has four kids. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Megan? Uh, sure, Samantha. I'd be happy to. <laughs> This is so natural. This is so, <laughs> this is so like not organic or natural. Talking to this big mic. And um, our yeah, kids so running around four, downstairs. Yes. Just eat your spaghetti and leave us alone. <laughs> Talking about parenting skills. <laughs> Ignore. Just get on your devices. Yes, Gosh, why are you sound. running around playing? Ay, ay, ay. Um, yes, four kids ranging from a rising high schooler, which is a new mm. adventure for us with um, our oldest is a daughter. Somebody crying downstairs. I think it's fake. Yeah. So, um, let <laughs> there's, me a, there's a difference between a fake cry. Yeah. I think it's just part of the Nerf War, so I think we're okay. Yeah. And a scream for yeah, that's help good. And a scream of pain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're starting the high school adventure, which is should be interesting. They're running like it's dinosaurs. It's like a herd of <laughs> rhinoceros or something. They're running like dinosaurs downstairs. I don't know if you can hear it, listeners, but like, they're running like a herd of cattle. Yep. Here at Eminem <laughs> Studios, we have uh, cattle effects. running around. We should just say, you know, we're recording today on the farm, oh. and it's a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. fixer-upper farm that we just redid, and oh. it's just the, the cattle outside. And yeah. Oh. That's a good scream. I think that <laughs> definitely got picked up. That was good. Okay, so let's yes. just get back. Screw the kids. This is the Who Halloween cares? episode. These are actually sound effects. <laughs> Who cares? Let's talk about yes. parenting tips. Number one, don't yeah. care. Who don't care. cares? Hesitate. Listen. Don't <laughs> act too quickly. It might just be a happy scream. So you're a mom of four. Yeah. Middle schooler, high schooler, which is just weird to say, to elementary. Mm. Public school. And yeah, working mom. It's a whole thing. It's You're a whole busy. thing. Got a dog, an old dog. You do. Deaf and blind. And we... and the healthiest dog. They took him to yeah. the vet preparing. No oh, it's, is that okay to say? Yeah. You know, you're preparing to say goodbye and. We're going to get bad news. We yeah. just knew it. Yeah, we, yeah. May not, we may not even come back to the vet. Yeah. So we told the kids. Yeah, and... it was his time, you know, because he's old. Yeah. And we were ready for that. We are preparing our hearts. Yeah. Ready and open to receiving that. Yeah. And the vet said that he was just in wonderful health. Not only that, he he cured 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 cured, yeah. cured his own Lyme disease. He yes. was completely fine, healed yes. by the power yes. of Jesus. Yes, fine. Amen. I attribute it to having four kids and them constantly dropping <laughs> all the vegetables and fruits and protein off their yes. um, high chairs growing up. Mm-hmm. Like we gave him the cheapest horriblest dog food yeah. and yet he has thrived and yes but i feel like that's because really he ate broccoli yeah. and chicken and vegetables oh, yes. for years it still does definitely still, still gets all that he is a beast when like it comes really... to like if you've got food yeah he's this tiny little dog but he he's like he's got you thief. he will find it yep. he just ate a whole piece of pizza the other day no left it for no it just got back from camp and we got pizza the good pizza 
Not even like, you know, cheap pizza. Yes. This is like high dollar pizza. pizza. And my son had been in camp for two weeks. This was a big moment. And it was on a tray. Mm-mm. And Noah got up and that dog. And if he's anything like quickly. me, he was looking forward to that pizza. Yeah. He was screaming <laughs> about that pizza. And then, yeah. oh, his dream. Did yeah. he get mad? I would have gotten mad. He was, he, we all were, we all were mad. collectively mad and upset because, mm. you know, like there's not that many pieces. Like, no. Oh, I count how many per yeah. person. I keep track of how many have I've had and everyone else has had. Because then, like, okay, so it's our son. So, like, then one of the adults are going to have to say, sacrifice a slice of their pizza. So they're kicking eat it. But Baxter still is spry at, at points. He saves his energy up for those type of he attacks. He's a good boy. Attacks, yeah. So yeah. you have a family dog because that's so mm. important to kids. Mm-hmm. We talk about that a lot, <laughs> like that the kids need a dog. Yeah. So we we do all those things with the love and companionship. Yeah, even. we've already talked about replacing Baxter. And I'm hoping the correct morning period is long, like maybe a year. Yeah. Because we do feel it's important for our kids to have a dog and yeah. And animals in general. I think yeah. it's a good learning experience. It's good to learn how to be responsible and yeah. care for others. And love. And love. And it's one of their, you know, first friends. And it's, you can deal with all sorts of emotions. And when they yes. pass, it's oh. usually sometimes their first death they've experienced. as someone That's close to them. We are. We are with Henry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do your kids still um, talk we, about it? <clears throat> it was very kind of matter of fact when it happened just because we said goodbye to our 15-year-old lab. And uh, he was awesome, best family dog ever. But as, you know, people who spent time in our home knew, the last couple of years were very long because he was very old and hard to get around. And uh, talk about potty humor stories, you know, that just, he just let it, <laughs> just number two, just all the time. It just <laughs> fell out. So, um, so you know, it's kind of one of those things we knew it was coming, so it wasn't very emotional. But afterwards, and then seeing pictures of him, and then being, you know, he's just Aww, such a, he was like literally the, the best stuff. dog. Like we yeah. couldn't. So the other day, Riley randomly came into the room and was hysterically crying, and I thought Aww. she hurt herself, and she just was missing him. And so the tender heart, you know, and then we talk yeah. about it, and then I cry and stuff. Yeah. So, but well, that's okay. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good thing to process through. and we weren't planning to have our little hankers who's our studio dog who just is cuddled <laughs> up um but i think he, i think he should be like your icon oh man, like your maybe. little mascot you know how yeah. they have little icons on different he just cuddles in there isn't he so cute yeah, he's cuddling there's in. a lot to cuddle with over here oh stop, stop. <laughs> it's nice and warm and soft all right so we were talking downstairs about parenting yes. tips i said to megan i'm like Let's. i think you should give your best parenting tips and then i'll give mine okay Best parenting tips. We'll go toe-to-toe. All right. Number one. Let's, let's do it in categories. Oh, one is the parenting tip is that I would definitely have women that you can talk through parenting with. Oh. Because I think yeah. you need to talk about the stuff you struggle with and the stuff that you need guidance for. Because for you specifically, I I always retell this to moms of young kids. Mm-hmm. When my kids were young and I, as I call it, in the weeds, you would always be like, they're so young. They're mm-hmm. so young. And even now you would say they're so young. And I'm like. No, they're old. They should know better. <laughs> they should you know, know better. My life shouldn't be as chaotic as it is just because they're three and four and a half. Like, mm. they need to have their life together. Yes. And you always yeah. gave very good grace. Yes, grace. So Give yourself grace. Give them and so, grace. And, if, and I think we have a hard time giving ourselves grace. So if you have people oh, yeah. in your life that give you grace, yeah. that's my parenting tip. Yeah. Like, Fine, talking to people who make you feel better about parenting. Yes. <laughs> 
Yeah. Don't hang, you know, don't share and with I people that And I think if people make worse. you feel worse about parenting, maybe yeah. they're just not your close friends. Yes. They're maybe not meant to be your... friend them from afar. Yes, exactly. Don't share that part of you, yeah. you know, like yes. people that's uplift you. And then they can give you guidance and things like that. But because mm-hmm. once again, coming back to this whole idea of the podcast, it's all the stuff you keep inside that... Yeah. Or know, it was like that... Uh, that quote, we can edit it, but the quote I sent you the other day, it's like, you need to have a friend yeah. that love their children fiercely yes, and, and, you know, and enjoy them and, and bring them up in the ways of the Lord, but also can basically, we'll edit this for the podcast, but basically call them like little jerks. Yes. That's not exactly what it said. I have it right in front of me, but um, I'm going to let that quote suffice as just good. Yeah. Get I mean, you've already cussed on the podcast one. I know. <laughs> and Megan does not curse. I can't. No, she I does can. not curse. I can. I just she don't sound doesn't. cool. She thinks she doesn't sound cool. And I don't think I sound cool. And I'm not saying cursing is cool. I just do think it well. sometimes there's just certain words that just, sure. you know. So when, I, when you sent me this and it had the a curse word and I was very floored. I just sent it to you. I didn't send it to the group text. I know. It's too much for me. It's too much. You're like, oh, I can't. I can't. But now we're doing it on a podcast. That I know. It's not going to air, by the way. So you say, but it's happening. Yeah, so she doesn't know. Well, it. and back to our point, right? You got to find your friends to yes. parent with. You got to find yes. your one or two girlfriends that you can you can do whatever, you know, yes. cuss, it, lay it out real. Yes. And trust that they can take that and yes. still respect and love you, of course. And you have yes. your other friends that you can joke around with that maybe yeah. hold a few things, you know, closer to the chest. Yeah. And, and you yeah. have your kind of your... Especially with your kids, too. I struggle with that because especially, hmm. you know, being a public figure, as I am now <laughs> with uh, the second podcast that we're recording. Rising, shooting a star, y'all. Get on this podcast. <laughs> Subscribe and like. <laughs> Subscribe and like. Um, like, you know, it's I love telling funny stories, but... It's if it's not my story to tell, yeah. then I need to be cautious of that. So okay, so that's know, my some tip. Stories are good. Yeah. So you went so serious with that first tip. I was thinking. Well, I couldn't think. That's the only thing I could think of, and because that's an easy out because you're <laughs> sitting right one. here. So I'm like, well, boom. that's like all we need. That's like golden right there. Parenting tips. Oh man, I think I think we should have prefaced this with too like. Just know that I do it wrong. Yeah, like, we're not qualified. I only know what I know because I probably did it the opposite yeah. way. Yeah, and maybe with our age only comes qualifications wisdom. are that we're yeah we're, um, we probably screwed up. Parent, we we just are in in the mix with my kids would definitely need like therapy. Oh yeah, <laughs> well I've recently said that no matter how good we are, we're gonna screw up our kids in some yeah. way. There's gonna be something from their childhood that will stunt some sort of emotional growth. Yeah. So it's like, you know what? It's going to happen anyway. So, yeah. So maybe instead of tips, it's more just like, I think a better way to say it is what are some life lessons that yes. we've learned along so I was, the way? When you're talking, I was thinking, like, you know, being a mom of when I was in the stage like of littles, like uh-huh. diapers, I was really obsessed with like getting it right. Like, I don't want to screw up my kids. I want, I'm smart enough to kind of figure it out. And I would, I would get to the point where I was really trying to discipline them correctly or, or, you know, train them correctly or whatever it mm-hmm. was. And to the point where I, I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So I think I've tried to do this story before. It's like the apple core is in the house. So again. I'm so glad you're telling this story. It's <laughs> one of my favorite. <laughs> well, this is what, I, this is what oh. I learned. Like just have, have grace. And that's probably my biggest parenting <laughs> tip. Have grace for yourself. Because I was 
really one of my kids, you know, you meet those kids, right, that mm-hmm. are like can talk to adults and are so smart and bright and respectful and um, say the right thing. You're like, gosh, I wish my kids were like them. And I how thought do you were I describing do that? your kids. I think of your kids. I'm not being <laughs> yeah, sarcastic. Girl, you're I think, funny, girl. I think I, I think uh, And you're like, kids. if I could, it's probably something in the parents, uh-huh, parenting uh-huh. that, so I can figure it out and I can have my kids be exactly like these awesome kids. And of course, we never know behind closed doors what it's like but really yearned for that as a young mom just wanted to have good respectful you know respect respectful kids good natured kids and so anyway so the issue in my house at the time was apple course and so I had four kids and trying to again like positive like we were trying to eat healthy so we had like apples and the kids would have an apple big bag of apples and so there was apple course all over my house all all the time to the point of insanity. Mm-hmm. I mean, by the computer desk, by the nightstand, in their rooms, mm-hmm. which not even allowed to eat in their rooms. Yeah, how does it get up there? In the kitchen, and they just wouldn't put, throw them away. Yeah. And so constant redirection and encouragement, and you know, then it turns into like some kind of threatening, and then mm-hmm. it escalated. Upset. Yeah, because and one day, it, it was the the <laughs> the alpha core that broke the camel's back, and it was apple core in the middle of the hall like what are we animals like now there's just food on the floor in the middle of like the front hall and something in my mind just snapped Snapped. and this is the last thing i remember like just the rage you know you get you hear this yeah you see red red. or black whatever the thing is yeah i was like this is it my family are pigs i gathered all the kids up and i sat them down they were little like oh bless them they were little I mean, probably like two and three, maybe four and five. No, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely two, three, four, five. Yeah, like six. Like not they, yeah, not yeah, like they're infants. not like one and twos. You know, they're like they were old enough to know better. Yes, but still old enough to. Yeah. There's definitely need some preschool and kindergarten, maybe yes. a first grader. Yeah, in there. maybe like kindergartenish. Yeah, and uh, so I sat them all down. I said, "Whose apple core is in the middle of the hall?" In the most horrible voice you can imagine, and nobody, nobody would admit it. No. He's a liar, you know. <laughs> In my mind, I said that, and I said we're gonna sit here until somebody admits who left an apple. How can you not know if you left an apple core in the hall? And I said if nobody admits who ate, who left this here, I said I'm gonna punish you guys. And, no, and everybody just oh. sat. Did nobody admitted it? And I said fine. I was like, if you can't admit it, you all are going to get punished. And each one of you is going to have to take a bite out of this apple. Because <laughs> it wasn't fully eaten. It wasn't yeah, like down to the core. Like there was still, I remember it was like half an apple or something. Thinking like, that would surely like somebody would admit it. And so I said, okay, fine. Nobody wants to admit it. Pick that apple core up and take a bite. And then pass it to your sibling and take a bite and they did. did it. Oh, oh, it was so awful. Oh, and I was so, and so I made them take a bite of this horrible apple core. And we threw it away. And then I calmed, <laughs> calmed down. And then later that night, I was thinking, you know, probably that apple core is left somewhere by some irresponsible child, like on yeah. a desk. Yeah. But I'm, I bet the dog got it oh. and put it like in the hall. Like yeah. I don't think anybody actually yeah. maybe dropped it in the yeah. hall. And I felt, and I felt terrible and it was like a low point of parenting and I held it. And I think I told you, you did. And like, I did this horrible thing as a new friend too. I was like, 
Everybody thought I was so nice and sweet. I was like, no, I just made my kids eat a rotten apple core. But that's also, I think, what <laughs> bonded us and made me be like, oh my gosh, you are oh. real. Like, you are so nice, but like, you lose your temper. And if that is losing your temper. Yeah. I was like, this is a like, low point. Come I, on. Need, I need forgiveness for this. Oh my gosh. Like, and if that's I need so, Jesus. When you told, so this is, this is like my favorite story. Oh. But I have like a little guilt with that story. Not what? because of the same reason you do. So when you told, I remember, I mean, I wish I, I, I remember this like it's yesterday. I remember you text me that and I'm hysterically laughing. Oh. I think this is the funniest thing I've ever heard. I don't think it's mean or bad or anything. Like <laughs> people lose it on their kids all the time. And I'm not saying that's right, but like, yes. you know, we're, we're human. So I think this is, I'm just purely laughing. I did not realize that the emotional fragile state you were in with the guilt you were feeling. <laughs> so me being the amazing friend I am, I remember I had just gotten an app on my phone where I could like change faces Oh, yeah. And I got the evil witch from Snow White, and I, I put your face in there. Yeah. And I sent it to you, and I thought I was so hilarious and like, look at, like, uh, let's make fun that you're the so evil funny. witch. And then later, I like, I think I told the story to someone, which I, that yeah. was like a life lesson, like not my story to tell, but I just thought it was so funny and relatable and lovely. <laughs> and then that's when I realized like, oh my gosh, you're actually like having some major <laughs> mom you know, oh, shame, yeah. guilt, like, oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. So I felt so bad no. for like sharing it. You but... know what? You kind of helping, letting me share and being a safe place to share and then kind of like laughing with me through it. Like you lost your mind, you know, actually made me feel better about it and made me realize like, I'm not off the deep end. I'm just done with apple cores. Yeah, like I need to, it. like, I'm a good mom. I'm a good parent. Love my kids. But sometimes you just, you try so hard to do what is right. And yes. then sometimes you just way overshoot it like just wanted to make sure I was disciplining the kids but yes like the ones that are coming There's in for a visit intruder I can't an see intruder. through our sound wall <laughs> <laughs> who's that very, very professional so yeah I love that story and I think that you know with your tip giving yourself grace is super, grace and share super and share important. the ugly part yes definitely. with your with your core people and uh, core. Get uh, it. Uh, uh, yeah. oh, hey. Oh, so good. <laughs> With you, take a bite out of life oh, and share it with oh your my core gosh. people. <laughs> we could brand this story. This could yes. be your story. Just and like I, I think, have the pooping oh, story, like, you could have the apple I don't think. Story. I don't think my kids remember it. Like, there's oh. also like yeah. God's grace. Like sometimes yes. we just don't remember things. Yes. You know, like that never happened again. Yeah. I read some more parenting books and took myself a little less seriously after that. Yeah. And just realized, you know, we can't like... The discipline thing's hard, right? Like, what yeah. have you ever, what have you done to discipline your kids? How do you deal with that? Um, it changes though, right? Like, from... it changes. Yeah. So for me, I feel like a life changing thing was there was a book and I don't remember the title, so it doesn't even matter. Um, but a lot of us had read it and all it was, was old school parenting. And I don't mean old school, like bad mean, just basically like tell your kids the consequence and when they do the thing, give them that consequence. It's like kind of simple as that. It's don't overthink it. Cause I think I was at a place mm -hmm. where I was doing the whole overthink, you know, and I, <clears throat> with the, with podcasts and websites mm -hmm. and blogs and TV shows and da, da, da. There's all these resources where you can seek advice. And even though my first tip was, you know, share, I think we can get burned out from the, you know, mm. overconsumption of information. And mm. so that's kind of totally. where I was like, yes. exactly. I want to be the best mom. I want to, yes. you know. Um, if I just read that one book. Yes. If I just that one thing they said. Yes. Like this, this will solve all my problems. So kind of learning one 
that that's not true. And but I it's funny because I read this book and my mother I was talking to my mother-in-law about it after I implemented some stuff and I'm sure I talked to my mom about it too and I think that both responses were basically like mm, duh you know like oh. kind of you know yeah why didn't you just do that from the beginning you know mm-hmm. and I remember my mother-in-law was I mean they said it nicely it wasn't bad or anything but yeah. it was just kind of like I just maybe it wasn't them. Someone said something about kind of why did you need to read a book about that? And I think it's just because of my personality mm. and whatnot. I just kind of needed to have examples and have stories and things like that. Or what in this situation? Sure, yeah. Because in everyday life, you know, I can talk myself like, well, they're tired. That's why they did it. They're hungry. They're this. They're that. And yes, those are times are true. And of course, we need mm-hmm. to give our kids grace, like we give ourselves grace. But they're not always 24-7 hungry. They're not always 24-7, <laughs> you know, things. And so I just kind of needed that structure hmm. to, yeah. Um, I don't know. So I didn't really need well, it. Well, we but. don't know, right? Like I, like I remember the hospital, them handing me the baby and the nurse left the room. I'm like, where, where, are, you, where are you going? Don't leave me alone with this thing. I don't know what. I don't know what I'm doing. You didn't ask me. Yeah, I didn't get a test. Like, you didn't yeah, ask me any questions. <laughs> like, you didn't make sure that I could take care of this infant. Like, we don't know. And, and with, with punishment or discipline, like, I don't know what I'm doing. We never, like, we only know what we experienced as a child. Yeah. Which could be here or there. Yeah. But trying to change maybe books it. and stuff can be really good for that. But yeah. To kind of up your confidence. Yeah. But kind of similar to the last podcast of here's the tip. Don't follow tips. And this is like, <laughs> here's the lessons. Like, don't worry about lessons. Yeah. yeah. That's a common theme. <laughs> so let's see. We did um, surround yourself with people that yeah. can encourage oh, you. Yeah. Give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. So we should have prepped this more so that I could have oh, it like boom, it's boom, boom. Fly. But we were going through all of our tips on like, we Parenting can show you tips. how to, when people come over, how oh, to yeah. quickly clean up. So, oh, this is for like the introverts. Like, oh, yeah. Being a parent, having kids, it's hard to make friends and, and find that group of friends. Yes. You know, like, really, it can be really difficult and it could be anxiety inducing and all that kind of thing. And, and I think, I think today is lost a little bit. Like, people just don't have people over anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, you got your house has to be beautiful. You have yeah. to have the right snacks. And so people just stop having people over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I, I'm kind of a hybrid. Like, I like to have mm-hmm. people over. My house doesn't have to look perfect. But you still have that. You still want it to, like. Yes. I always say I want it to be, like, social, sociably, sociably, sociably acceptable, acceptably clean. Yeah. Is I, that a word? You, you totally are. <laughs> I've always thought of like, it your can house be dirty, as being super but, nice. But, like, it can be acceptable to be somewhat yes. dirty. They're somewhat dirty yes. and somewhat clean. And there can be, like, dirty that you don't want people to yes. see. They're sort of like social services dirty. But you know, yeah, and that's like, that's a whole other issue, you yeah. know, of like, if you actually have a problem. But I would say 90 some percent of us yeah. are normal. So I love seeing real messes like dropping yeah. when you're at someone's house unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. And just like the, it's like, oh my gosh, your counter is full of stuff. Because whenever we go to someone's house, if even if they say I'll be over in five minutes, in that five minutes, you can clean sure. your whole downstairs. They are working like, hard. Yeah. So 
I feel like we, that's how we live our life. That's almost oh, like yeah. the Facebook, even, you know, oh, come into my home. It's like, but if you really People just come over, by, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. My house is such a mess. I just spent I had minutes. been cleaning. <laughs> this is me cleaning it. Oh, I still apologize. I know. I always apologize because that's just my little anxiety. Like that yes. reduces my anxiety of like, right. oh, if it's messy, like, look, I, oh. It's probably not up to your standards. Yeah. Like, so I just didn't apologize. worry, but hello, I've been cleaning yeah. forever. This is me cleaned it, cleaned it up and it's still. So, um, my head up. Pest, the pest guy. We we did not have a pest person. I learned that people have <laughs> pest people, and it's funny. Oh, Peas apparently on podcasts don't. So this is funny. Oh, pest. Oh, uh, this, is, animal, this is podcast control. gonna be a mess. <laughs> animal control. No, not animal control. Like, you know, bug services basically. So, our bugs animals. Uh, so I've I've been through the ringer. We've had lice twice. That like broke me. Talk about breaking. Oh my gosh, that's a whole other oh story gosh. about when I. I remember broke seeing you in the grocery store with. Because and Connor's head was buzzed, and you yes. didn't say a word. You just pulled off his hoodie, and I was like, lice. And you were like, oh. nodded your head. You couldn't even speak. Oh, there were no words. It was so traumatizing. It was just so traumatizing. Awful. That, yeah. <laughs> so sad. I was going to talk about this bug thing because it had to do with cleaning. So I better tell that first. But I do feel like the listeners need to hear about lice. But anyway, um, so save I, that gem for another save time. Save it. They <laughs> saved that tuned. gem. So we had, we went to a beach vacation with uh, seven families, 32 in one house, 18 kids, 14 adults. And it was surprisingly amazing because everyone is um, just. Because awesome at that people. point, you're like, we're just going to have whatever. fun. Yeah. Like, like there's it no is keeping whatever. up with this. Nope. Nope. That's it my was, model. Like, just forget it. Have fun. It was great. I think I sat more at the beach than ever because there was 18 yeah. kids to play with. So we Lots just. Lots of adults, there. too, oh, to watch God. over. That's what I mean. We all Randomly. were like. Uh, you know, that old school. Many hands things. make light work. Yes, it was true, true. So awesome trip. Um, Don't fear the crowds. No, no. Um, I think Jeremy did, you know, he had, he loves our friends and had a good time, but like the amount of people I think was more stifling sure. for him. But a uh, break is nice though too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I had, you know, we, we all had a good time though. But so we come home and Connor is like covered in bug bites and I was paranoid that it could be bed bugs, but I didn't think it really was like, you know, from this house. And then a friend of mine texted a couple days later saying she thinks they may have brought them home too. And so that broke, started to break me. But I was like, you know what? I know a great pest guy. I don't use him because I've just been, I feel like, told that, you know, when you live in the country, spiders and no big deal. This was like a new concept that people actually, you know, either do their own pest control or hire someone and stuff. Mm -hmm. So anyway, but I, I don't care, you know, whatever. But I called him immediately and said... I don't know if we do or not, but I'm super paranoid. So he said, you know, hey, I'll come help you out. We'll just do something, you know, I'll, you know, start, you know, getting cleaned up, whatever. He -hmm. just gave me a good pep talk and then said, you know, he can, I can get his services and stuff. So I happily agreed. Yes, come on over. So he did them and it's all good. Uh, So update, we haven't seen any signs. Life is good. And I'm good. sigh of relief. The point of the story is that now I've known this guy for over a year. We have very, you know, um, I call everyone a friend. Like, you know, he's a friend of mine. No, we don't hang out socially and stuff, but I see him every week. And so, you know, he's a friend. We have a good, we're just very similar personality. So I call him and he came, but we were gone. So I said, hey, just let yourself in. And of course I did clean up before he came, you know, so I wanted to make sure. Just a little bit. Just just enough. Just just enough. And, uh, but afterwards, you know, I said something about, oh, you know, you got to see the real me and my house and everything. And he said, and it was like the best compliment. He goes, you know. Your house, you are normal. He said, your house is exactly what I thought it would be, which I was like, huh, that's interesting. And I made a joke about like, yeah, I don't know, whatever. I'm sure it was (laughs) self-deprecating. Exactly. But he said, you know, 
it's a normal house. Like that's normal people live. So he's like, Good. you know, we live in Northern Virginia where everyone's in like yeah. mansions and super fancy, or at least that's the pictures you see, or of course, Pinterest. And so it was just funny because even though I was doing humor and self-deprecating, he knew that I was obviously a little insecure about like, oh, is, yeah. and just him being like, you have a normal house. Like you're normal. Like, oh, oh. do you love guys that are just like so honest? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, Aww. you know, your house is, it was nice. Yeah. He said, you know, like it was, de- everything was what I thought it would be. Like, yeah. you know, the way I see you at, at business meetings, it's your house, you know, lived up to that expectation, yeah. you know? So I was like, I wonder Whoa. if it's like, you know, how people start looking like their pets or vice versa. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like your personality matches your house. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah, I don't That's know. Too. These are deep thoughts. Deep, too deep thoughts. Too deep. Parenting tips. Let's see what else we got. Oh, I mean, what about food? What do you do for food? Food. It's a good food. I mean, that's a big hot Well, topic, right? that's hard for me because I feel like my kids eat like they're toddlers. I still just give them protein, fruits, yeah. and vegetables. Yeah. But none of it's mixed. None of it's, you know, recipes and stuff. So I still end up just giving them like literally like they're toddlers, yeah. little plates of food. So I feel like that's one of my insecure parenting points when mm. I see other people's kids eating meals. And, you know, before I had kids, it would have been the classic, like, they're going to eat what I feed them. Mm-hmm. But after Connor was born, I got into cooking, like cooking a lot. So you'd think I would have given my kids that, but I was spending so much time cooking whole foods, mm-hmm. unprocessed foods, yeah. um, that it took me a lot of time to chop and do all that stuff. So I just wanted to get them fed and put to bed because I was home with them all day and I love them dearly, but I was mm-hmm. ready for bedtime. And so I just wanted, I would like the ingredients I was using to make my meal, I would give to them and then I would finish cooking whatever, you know, little recipe I was doing. Yeah. So I feel like I kind of did it to myself. So I don't like blaming them for not liking the whole mixed foods and things like that. So I think it will come. I think, you know, I was talking to my dad and he said that growing up, he and his siblings always ate separate from his parents. And oh. I never knew that about my dad. Interesting. They never they never ate with the adults. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what about family bonding? And and I was like, now having kids of my own, I'm like, I can kind of see the wisdom in like feeding your kids. <laughs> Here's a banana. Yeah. And then yeah. having the adult time, you know. I know. I'm in all for family dinners and all I that know. kind of stuff. But I was like, oh, that's, I think that's a, the family dinner is important and critical, of course. But. I think that's something, too, that, you know, can be modified. You know, you want yeah. to have a strawberry and a banana and a, you know, a piece of turkey. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, I feel like we... That's probably healthier than what I'm going to eat, you know, who honestly. Knows? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we eat together, sort of, but we also, I feel like, are on the go a lot. And we're not even in a busy stage with activities. Yeah. But... um It'll be like what we eat, what they eat. But I feel like I'm not I'm not cooking twice for them. I know, right. you know, it's like, I will not sure. cook two meals. I, so my defense to myself is always like, well, I'm not cooking two meals. I'm just giving them the ingredients that works. from the meal. Yeah. So. I always say you got to have a fruit and vegetable. Like I don't even yeah. care. Like have, here's dinner. And then you got to have a fruit and vegetable. Yeah. I'm always protein, protein. I think anyone who's watched my kids or they'll bring up protein. And then if a friend tells me that, I'm sure you've done this. And I always feel like it's my private little like, "Mm, yeah, my kids have protein. Like, yeah, they're really good eaters. So good. Because they eat their nitrate. Look at all the apples my kids eat. I know. See? And that would be like the whole grace thing. Like, don't look at it as apple cores all over your house. Look at it how much fruit your kids are eating. healthy food. Which is great until you find apple cores everywhere. Oh, totally. Oh. Oh, yes. Yeah. Now it's like wrappers. Now it's cups. 
cups. Oh my gosh. So we watched, and you can totally cut this out of the podcast. Heck no. This so we have cups stuff. everywhere. So it's cups and I really want to go and just spend some money and put names on all the cups. Like mm-hmm. here's Noah's three cups and oh, Kaylee's yeah. three cups. And so we know yes. whose cup is two because there are six people in our house, but there are tw- at least 25 cups per day, which per is a day? lot. It's a lot of cups. And then it's summer. So the, you know, I always feel like the cup with the lid, like you, the, what is it called? Like not a sippy cup, but the water bottle. Yeah. Like the water bottle. Contigo. Yes. That's the names of it. Yeah. I don't know. But that's we'll like get more... some of that Contigo money. <laughs> Where um, it's just more pieces, and for me, more pieces means yeah. more things to wash. And so in the summer, they're using these like, you oh, know, the straws that are ones that have the yeah, they straw have a straw and, and the... the lid, and it's like kind of like a grown up sippy cup thing. And I get really mad at that because I'm like, then that's harder to wash. Yes, and just use like a regular little cup. Yes, there's cups everywhere, everywhere, and it's. I don't know what to do. So, you know, suggestions. Yeah. Welcome. I had a comment on our website. Yeah. So then the other night, group. the other night we watched Signs. Have you seen that movie? Oh, I have. But a long time ago. Bominos, children. Bominos. Yes. Yes. Or is Bominos? Bominos. He's telling them to move. They're in the movie. Yeah. And oh my gosh, this movie's great. And it was really good with their older kids. Like it was. Did the young ones watch it too? uh, No, just the older ones. Oh, okay. Cool. It's kind of scary. Like I'm sure you all know it, but there's a little bit of like a monster thing and but but really it has a great message and you know mm-hmm. it's about this family and whatever but the theme of the movie is that there are these signs everywhere that eventually help them kind of to defeat you know the monsters the mm-hmm. issues and one of the things is that this little girl puts cups all over the house all oh, over yes. the house and these cups have a little bit of water in it yes. and at the end of the movie this water becomes really important oh. to the story and the water the water cups get knocked over and it really helps them kind of defeat the monsters yeah. and i was we were rolling because the kids were like see they have cups see? all over the house i'm like look at that girl put those cups all over the house and then we talked about it and oh. how like it was actually like this great thing because Blah blah blah, but oh, how fun! We were dying. I was like, oh, I was like, that's a movie. It's not real children. <laughs> I know. Put your cups in the dishwasher. Yeah, don't get so excited no. about that. Don't no. get so excited about that. But yeah, that's our latest. I love that watching things. Yeah, it's really fun when the kids get. We're older. starting to get there. You're, you're watching superhero movies. We're still yeah, like, but we're we're fun. we're yeah. um, tiptoeing in, you know, because we've gotten yeah. into like the mar some of the Marvel yeah. ones, and so they're a little little older, you know, they could. A little more mature for them as my young yeah. children, you know. It's a but... fun thing. I know, like, Jeremy's into it. Like, it's a fun thing to yeah. share with your kids. Yes. That you're both enjoying it. You're, it's fun for yes. the whole family. Yeah. It's different. Fun. Yes. But we're definitely, definitely on the, like, not too scary. Because there's a new movie yeah. coming out that I was thinking, oh, The New Lion King. Yeah. Like, about going to see that with the kids. I was like, I think they would enjoy that. And looks amazing. Yeah. But Lion King was... Well, that's why I remember being, a, it's kind of intense. So like with the <laughs> live tough. action like that, I was even yeah. thinking like this might be just a little much for our kids. So yeah. Anyway, well, let's wrap it up. So we went through some of our awesome parenting. Yeah. Did you want to tell your yes. story? That Which you story? Wanna, the one that you want to tell Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you going to do that separate? Uh, let me think, 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 think. Let's see that. Oh, it is a parenting story. Oh, yeah. Actually, oh. that could relate to let's this. Do, let's flush okay. it out, Samantha. Let's flush it out. So, flush it out. Um, can this, this is, on the microphone? Yeah, I don't know. Here, I'll listen. Let me see. If... 
Oh man, that sip was so <laughs> hardcore. Man, these these are high tech microphones. That was here. a sound test. That was sound test oh, one two. Eminem Exterior Studios. So okay, so so I'm doing the story slam. That was my initials. You know, that was your what? My maiden name initials. Oh yeah, Eminem. Eminem. Yeah. What? What's Megan Mallow? Oh, delete that. I don't want them to use my real name. That's my alias. That's so funny. Okay, so have to story so i'm going to the story slam which is like okay. a moth and so okay. the story is changes let me get ready okay okay get in the zone okay so my last two story slams they've involved potty humor uh which i have not shared yet on the podcast so i'll save those stories for another day it's coming but i felt like i think i need to give the bookstore a break from my gi track like yeah. they don't need to know it. so so book slam is so the book slam story slam is where you tell a true story without notes within a certain frame of time so five minutes is kind of the time frame i was looking Ooh. at you want me to time it time no no it's okay i can i can do it in um, front of a live audience in front of a live so you go to a book story tell a story theme related mm-hmm. and there's judges yes you're judged and it's like the moth judging the moth so um so yeah i will kind of give you a quick i'm um, you know quick little rundown so um, the story, the theme being changes, I started thinking, okay, well, what has changed my life? And as mm. I said, I'm sure there are a lot of GI track stories that have changed my life, mm. um, but I am going to steer clear of that for today. So having a baby, so uh, whether if you are listening, have had a baby or known someone that's had a baby, been married to someone who's had a baby, I think you would agree that there is a change that happens through the pregnancy. A little bit, yeah. And not just physically. <laughs> But like emotionally hmm. and hormones. And so I should preface this that before I had kids, I had sober muscles. And then as I had some alcohol, as I got, you know, older, I realized like, wow, I definitely have beer muscles too. Like I'm like, yeah, I can take anyone. I mean, not that I ever got into fights, but I just was very like, whatever, come at me, bro. And I mean, I'm making myself sound more badass than I am. But <laughs> you are. So you know, I'm just not afraid of conflict or confrontation, I should say. I don't want to fight or anything, but I'm not afraid to, like, just speak up, you know. Sober, I'm not afraid to speak up. So with alcohol, <laughs> I'm probably definitely not afraid to speak up. And I learned that when I was pregnant, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I remember thinking, like, I could kill for my child. Like, mm-hmm. I am willing, like, if anyone ever harms them. And then I debated, should I tell people this? Because I don't want to be inc- implicated. Oh, yeah. Well, I was more worried about being implicated. Like, if I did ever murder someone, I couldn't I did hear claim. Samantha say she, she would murder. be willing to murder, you know. So, as I'm pregnant with my daughter, I'm starting to think all these things about, like, oh, my gosh, I, like, I would kill for her. Like, that, just plain and simple. And so, uh, I'm now pregnant. You know, I have her. And, of course, she's born. And I still have those kind of, like, yes, yeah, so that mama bear thing. Hmm. And then I have my son, and so I'm pregnant with my son. My daughter at the time is about 15 months old, So, and my son is – hes I'm seven months pregnant with him, and I was very big. I wish I could have a projector. Maybe I could put this online of me, seven months oh, pregnant, because yeah. mm-hmm. I looked like a grown man was balled up in my stomach. <laughs> so – I'm quite large. And I went to a women's luncheon where they did different talks and things like that. And one of the breakout sessions was this guy from the FBI. And he talked about that self-defense and things like that because there was um, a carjacking or something that had happened, you know, kind of kind of close to home. And so he was talking about, you know, kind of the classic, the key in between your fingers that mm-hmm. you would hit. And he was talking, I think you need to go for the eyes or somewhere else. And I'm there seven months pregnant. And I raised my hand and I said, 
Well, my instinct would be to go for the neck because I'm thinking kill, kill, kill. And <laughs> as I say that, right for it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just stood up in a room of people that I don't know, seven months pregnant, and I'm talking about like, <laughs> I, my instinct is to kill. Oh. So, so I'm like, oh gosh, I'm ridiculous. So he probably said something about why you shouldn't do it or whatever. And when I left, you know, I'm just thinking, I'm having that regret of like, why do I have to be so honest? Why do mm-hmm. I have to just, you know, whatever? So I call my dad and I said, okay. Um, you know, I just, I was talking to my parents about my day or whatever. And I, so I told my dad the story and I said, you know, here I'm thinking like, oh yeah, if anyone ever came at me, I would, you know, end them. And he was like, I said, but the truth is I'm sure I would just like pee my pants or something. You know, mm-hmm. I would just like break, right. sh- shut down. And my dad, he's former army. He was like, well, actually, you know, the way you react in situations is the way you think through. That's why you do training and mental exercises because that way mm. when it's that fight or flight adrenaline rush, you know how you're going to react. So I was like, oh, okay. Mm. So I was like, mm, maybe I'm more badass than I thought. Like, mm. So a week goes by and we were living in our house, our old house, and it was this little, little tiny house. And I came home. And my husband had left the patio door open a few times or unlocked. And I was, Mm -hmm. I didn't like that he did that because, you know, we just live out in the country and you just never know. And so I came home one day and I had my baby on my hip, my 15 month old. I have my adult man size belly (laughs) and I walk in and across my kitchen, I notice the blinds are just slightly moving. I mean, barely moving. Mm. And so in my head, I'm like, that's weird. Let me go check. And it's probably nothing that it's, you know, whatever. So I go over and I said, okay, well, if it's, if it's locked, I won't even think anymore about it. If it's unlocked, I will, Mm. you know, yeah. And then I'll get to the next thought process. So I go over and it's unlocked. So baby on my Mm. hip, huge stomach. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And so then I open the door and I look out and there's a man running behind. (gasps) Intruder. So I walk out and I start F-bombing, yelling, like, because I am ready to just, you know, with my bare strength, tear this person apart. Mm. He turns around and it's my husband. (gasps) Oh, oh no. So he... He was coming home. He was home for lunch and he was going to scare me. He heard me coming in and he went outside to come around and scare me. He sure did. But I ended up scaring him because all of a sudden I'm like tearing him. I wasn't even yelling at him. I was yelling at an intruder. So part of me when I, when this happened, I was like, oh my gosh, I am so tough. I like was willing to do this. And I told this to a friend and she was like, that was really stupid. She's like, you had a 15-month-old on your hip, yeah, your, maybe like your child. Yeah, turn away and go away. Yeah, she was like, you could have gotten hurt or gotten them hurt. And I was like, oh, man. like, oh. Oh, But something happens when you're a mom and it just yeah, it changes bear. you. You're it's like, I will fight till the death. Yeah. Bring it. I can so, take you. I can take you, husband. Yes. <laughs> so my takeaway from that was like, okay, I like that I'm willing to like yeah, throw down. Yeah. But I also was – you know, it was a reminder that, hey, maybe you need to do maybe the best. Yeah, like in this situation, the best thing might be to like turn. Yeah, yeah, like protect your children. Flight, not fight. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that was like not my – I feel like it wasn't my proudest moment, but it definitely confirmed that there was a change in me as a yeah. as a mom. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Totally. I think that mom and bear thing is, is, is totally real. Yeah. And I think that's as, as a mom too, we think about that all the time. Like the door is ajar. There's robbers in the house. Yes. There is. I always say to my daughter, like, don't get human trafficked. Yeah. Like, don't, you know. Go have fun with your yeah. friends. Yeah. Don't, you know, watch out for robbers. Yeah. Oh, I'm always like, be safe. Privacy for you. Privacy for others. Right. 
Yes. That's like why I say that to them every time they leave. Privacy for you. Privacy for others. I but. made the mistake of telling my teenage children. Teenage meaning like 13. Mm-hmm. So prime mm-hmm. for the for the, for this story. And, and I heard on like a Christian radio station, they were chatting about something and they had this song and it's like, hey. Don't touch me there. That is my no-no square. Hey, what? don't touch me there. That is my no-no square. So you know what a 12, 13-year-old boy loves to sing all the time? Hey, don't, don't touch, touch me there. there. That, that is So now we no-no. say that too, like the privacy thing. You like, know that I love yeah. now latch onto that song. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, you know, we protect our children. Mm-hmm. Protect them however you can. We try to. Well, thank you for joining me today, Megan. Uh, thanks for having me. You, as you always say to me, something like it was a joy and a pleasure to spend this pleasure. time this you Blessing with joy. you. Yes, and you can check out all of her happenings <laughs> um, in town. Just in being town, her. just being around, just being around. And uh, and her and I will do a blog or project or business together. You see, yeah. Can stay but, tuned for that, which will be better planned out next time. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's a wrap for now. Thanks for listening to Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle. Music provided by TwinMusicom.org. Song titled Night at the Dance Hall. Sound editing by me, Jeremy Spittle. A special thanks to our studio sponsor, M&M Exteriors. Visit their website at mmexteriors.com for all of your roofing, siding, and gutter needs in the Northern Virginia area. Visit our website at flushingitout.com and be sure to subscribe. This has been a Spitfire production. That was the greatest thing I've ever heard.